0: Hello, this is Sherry Green at the New Orleans Cooking School in New Orleans, Louisiana, with Dr. Ray, who is going over cooking gumbo. Uh, it's a wonderful day to be here. Anybody get you a red gumbo or white gumbo, give it back because it's not gumbo. Gumbo must be dark. And the color originally came from that okra, but since they couldn't do the okra, the color now comes from the room, and the room is the base of the flavor. The darker the room, the better the flavor. So we're gonna try to go to a dark chocolate, is what they call this. Where I work in Cajun Country, it's this color. is like a little dark. And you're gonna say that's burnt. It's not burnt. they call it flavor. So you keep on going, see how good you are? Kind of it you gotta keep on moving. You do not want it to ever stick, You don't want it to get that scorchiness. If it gets the scorchiness, you cannot use it. That to be the flavor that you would have. You see how I'm working it? If you feel uncomfortable with the temperature, going at medium, lower it down. You don't have to be in no a hurry. I'm in a hurry no so, sure. That's not going fast. So I gotta do the whole You yeah. See how the colors changing? That stock is hot. And that is the base of your gumbo right here. Right here. And this is not a lot, so I'm able to go quickly through it, but going to work through it be requires two or three cups of it, and it will take a minute. And do a medium heat so that you'll feel comfortable and you won't have to pull a little rush. Try to get it all done. The work through to get that color nice and dark. You're going to work through your clothes and everything's gonna smell like yeah. When I go home, my little puppy cuts. I know I smell good. All right, work it out, work it out. And when you get this dark colored chocolate, in some recipes you will see it says to now add some of the Trinity, because you've already sauteed this with your sauce, but it'll say reserve a little. And the reason they say that is because once you turn the fire off that coldness from that, it stops stop the cooking and stop the brown and have the color that you want. And it will still be hot enough to take to those vegetables. A lot of people don't have to do that, but you'll see a lot of people do that, especially when you're what we call new to making room. <laughs> He was so insulted. He came out. He's like, You didn't like my gumbo? I said, No, that's my gumbo, that's real stuff I was like, huh? Then I had to give him a (laughs) history (laughs) lesson on what is what. what? Nobody ever told him, so you know. So that's the base of your gumbo right here. From here, you have to now add whatever other ingredients that you might add to that. So to that, which is the base of this, this is where this color came from. My trinity is in here, my injury sausage. Now what makes injury sausage so special? It's not processed like regular sausage. They just kind of chunk it up, they season it, they smoke it, then they encase it, and then they smoke it again. So it has a double smoke, it has great flavor from around the world to get that injury sausage. And then once you fry it up, it's just really thick. So now the next ingredient is going to be the poke. So the vegetables are called the Trinity. This is called the Pope because they say it looks like the shape of the hat of the Pope. You add the two together, it's called the Holy Trinity. These are words because we're Catholic. And still today, over 80% of our population is Catholic, That's like Mardi Gras. All of the Catholic holidays are so big here because we have a huge population of Catholics, which is part of our heritage. So you're going to add your garlic. Focus on. The focus is called the And the Trinity was onions. Onions and, mm-hmm. and green peppers. And green peppers. Yes. And when they first got here, we put some carrots. But the carrot was removed from the your pot, and that is the way it has been made throughout history. So, so the Trinity is onion celebrating the peppers? Yes. And I tell you that because a lot of the recipes you will read. We'll just say Trinity as though you know what it is. So it's 50% onions, a quarter green peppers, and a quarter of a celery. Whatever that proportion will be. Yeah. Uh, just about it. You gotta put my bread And we'll serve this up next So once you put your fresh garlic in, what happens with the fresh garlic? Because the liquid is so hot, it blends to the liquid creates flavor, which is really good, and that's what we want. You want to start creating the flavor. Or as we say, making it taste good. But well, because we like a lot of garlic, we use fresh garlic that we just dry out and we slice it up. Because it'll give you a look where you can see the garlic, and as you're eating, you will have a mouthful of the garlic. The other garlic has now disappeared to the sauce, so it's a little chopped up real fine. So you'll see people add this because they like garlic. Have both garlics in. Everything is simmering. The roux and everything is blending together, and you like to simmer because that helps make sure all the starch and everything is blended really well into the stock. So the next ingredient is going to be the powder. I like to add just a little bit of filet powder to mine, and I'm just adding this to show you because it's already red. It's red. Just a little bit more. And a lot of people use this as a thickening as well. But you see the color of the green is what impressed them when they first set up here. But they were trying to recreate that overlook. All right, I mean, I you. So we have filet. Then we want to season it with our Creole seasoning. We have a regular and a spicy, I don't use herbal, but something. Like to mix all three, that again becomes a personal preference for you. How you like to blend that up? What is different about our Creole seasoning? It's only 2% salt. A lot of Creole seasonings are very much salt. So a lot of people refer back to Zatarins. Zatarins is a lot of salt. So be careful if these. Don't ever add the total amount that a recipe says you can always add more, but you can't ever take away. So if it says 12 ounces, add eight, never the whole 12 on any recipe, because you don't know how that's going to come out. So you want to taste it and build. real. When you put 12 in, it's over. If it's too soft, it's over. you stuck. What you gonna do? So I tell people a recipe is a guide, it's a baseline, and then it comes up to you to start tasting and making it taste good. This really good. All right. Ooh. Okay. Now, I like spice, but everybody has different tolerant levels of spice, and they think when they come to Louisiana, all of our foods look only super hot and spicy, and that's not always true, particularly here in the studio area. Now, the cases tend to be a little bit more spicier, but they eat a little bit of everything. that root or hit something in the river in the body and it's And when you add that root and the in the Trinity and vegetable, it makes everything taste good. They, 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 they fooled me and had me eat muskrat. And I didn't know it. I didn't know it. It was good, but I kept saying, now that leg looks funny. <laughs> <laughs> I is mean, that leg curled over like that? And so they didn't tell me until after I finished. And I've had pretty much anything. I've eaten cool rattlesnake. I've had alligators. Everybody says everything tastes like chicken. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but in certain parts of Louisiana, uh, the muskrat is what they eat as a regular food. So we say, Ew. but for them, that's just a regular daily so as part of their culture. So now you got all your ingredients in. And if you wanted to add seafood, you could add seafood at the final end because shrimp only take two minutes. Crappy doesn't take a whole lot. Now when I make my personal gumbo for my children, which I do at Christmas time, uh, I have crab legs, I have more crab meat, I have and sausage, I have ham, I have smoked sausage, which is good, dramatic, So I make a main of gumbo. But it's very expensive when you add all that together. So we do that once a year, because when the children come home, they don't want any gumbo. So we do a big kind of gumbo. Now how do we serve gumbo here? We serve it with the salad. Hey baby, i ready. We got bowls, y'all ready. Hey baby, got some rice on. Huh? So we um most of the people that come here when you go to a restaurant, they'll they have the rice that's the now at this point. But the people that live here the locals, we eat ours with potato salad. Put cold potato salad. You say, you had it like that before? Have you, Is it good? That's the best way. And everybody's like, what? Cold potato salad in the middle of the bowl. And then put a soup over it and it gives you that yin yang effect. And it's so good. That's the German influence on us. The potato salad. And once we move that direction, which way you get your potato salad? gumbo. I mean, you eat gumbo with salad? Yeah, that's the only way I eat it. Potato salad and uh, grilled cheese, salad. That's grilled cheese. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> of the it. I don't use rice. Because, uh, potato you know, like salad people, and grilled cheese. A lot of people like tomato soup with their grilled cheeses. Here, we like gumbo with like our grilled cheese. Gumbo so. is our national dish. It is registered with the government. We have a four-day festival around gumbo So it depends on which part of the weekend you're in. You can have duck meat. Where I work, they use a lot of duck, deer meat. It changes depending on which way you're going up the Louisiana map, how it goes. All Y'all ready to taste? So we're going to do rice today. And if you want a little extra spice, you got extra hot sauce on the table. And you can spice it up a little bit. If you want a little cayenne, I do have a little cayenne. and They let all that cook together. Oh my God, no, it's so great. It was just amazing. They call it mate. Mate. Did you have mate, no? They chop mate. I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. it was so good. And then they put the pork tail in there for flavor. It was so good. It's so, it so, it so, it so good. And they were impressed with my gumbo. I made gumbo for them over there. They were really impressed with mine too. This came about from their ideas using what was available, and now it is created here. This is what we do. But the color and the thickness is the same. If you looked at their okra gumbo or you looked at the Mate, it would all look the same. We wouldn't know until we start to taste the ingredients. I like guess that was the most interesting part for me. You Ready? I'm waiting on you. All right. Let's go. Let's go. You want to get a beer? No, for them. For them. I want I have beer without me. All right. You guys got questions for me? Talk to me, talk to me. I did. What's your question, baby? The ratio for roux is always equal parts of fat and flour. So, if you want to have four ounces of flour. It would be four ounces of fat. Okay. What exactly when you say potato salad? Uh, a regular cold potato salad, like a mustard potato salad. Where oh, ta- okay. are you from? Okay. Where are you from? Maryland. Well, you know what? Maryland. I mean, Maryland. So, hey, potato salad. Yes, yes, but I was in my mind, I was thinking of like many. Yes, but then I'm going to want it. Yes, ooh, girl. <laughs> you looking like me. You, know, you, 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 you can't until you try. You can't knock it until you try. You won't want it all the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. You won't want it any other way. And then one lady said in my class, well, why you didn't give us none like of the I was thinking that, but, you know. We have to show you the true way, and then you expand out. Yeah. yeah. And then a lot of people may not be ready to go. But I went to the gumbo shop yesterday. It was the first thing the man said, potato salad. And then a lot of people ask the question about the thickness. This is a soup, and it is a thick soup, so it should be thick because it has a lot of different ingredients in it. It is not meant to be a liquidy, runny, watery soup. But again, when you're I was for it. yeah. So, we want to do, hello this we're at the uh new orleans cooking school and uh be ready for our next episode where we'll hear dr ray go over more cooking uh jambalaya and um pralines it's a wonderful time in new orleans Stick with us for our next episode.